Hi, I'm Rob, and this is another episode of Rewind and Review. As always, I'm joined by the very best, like no one ever was, Jason. Well, to catch them is my real test. (laughs) Welcome to Rewind and Review, the retrospective podcast where we have a look at an existing property from the past, delve into its legacy, discuss how it's held up over time, and even give our own personal experiences. Did we watch it as a kid or sometime later in our lives? This episode of Rewind and Review will look at a movie that has just had a full CGI remake uh, be released. Yeah. Celebrating the 21st anniversary of the English language adaption this year in 2020, this movie encapsulates the peak of the worldwide phenomenon, which still stands strong today. Hmm. So save your game, put away those cards, turn off the TV, and rewind with us to a much simpler time in 1999. We have to go back! Go back, Sam! What year is it? Are you telling me you built a time machine? It was 1999, and I must ask you, what were you watching on your mornings before school? Were you watching X-Men? Were you watching Dragon Ball Z? Were you watching Digimon? Batman the Animated Series? Sailor Moon? Spider-Man? Beast Wars? Maybe you, you stuck to Disney cartoons. Is that is that what you were doing? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Whether, whether you were watching it all uh, or not, uh, there was no way you could avoid the phenomenon that was Pokemon. Um, unless your name is Luke from that film studio who... <laughs> Pokemon is a foreign thing to him. But that's, a, that's fine. Um, and to fully <laughs> capitalise on the hype, we got Pokemon the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. Which sounds like it should be a sequel. We, we will get to the title. And, 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 <laughs> we and, will and, address that. And I have to admit, by the way, Beast Wars was what I was watching. So Beast Wars is cool, man. Yeah. Like, it's the 90s Transformers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So directed by Kunihiko Yuyama, the chief director of the Japanese anime Pokemon television series, Pokemon, the first movie, is indeed the first theatrical release in the Pokemon franchise. First released in Japan in July of 1998, with an extended version airing on Japanese television in July 1999, the Pokemon movie was adapted into English by Nintendo and 4Kids Entertainment, and released by Warner Brothers in November 1999. Be warned, if you haven't seen Pokemon, the first movie, or Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution yet, um, but you want to, go watch it first before listening to this episode as we will be talking spoilers. If you are unfamiliar with Pokemon, also known as Pocket Monsters or <laughs> Poketo Monsuta, Poketo the, Monsuta, the Japanese media franchise is managed by the Pokemon Company, which was founded by Nintendo Game Freak and Creatures, created by Satoshi Tajiri in 1995, the franchise is centered on fictional creatures called Pokemon, uh, which humans known as Pokemon trainers catch and train to battle each other for sport, amongst other things. The Mm. franchise began as a pair of video games for the original Game Boy, Pokemon Red and Green, later released outside of Japan as Pokemon Red and Blue. Right. Uh, Pokemon soon became a media mix franchise adapted into various different media, including expanding the video game uh, catalog, an animated TV series, Extensive to- um, toy brand, trading cards, books, manga comics, music, merchandise, a theme park, uh, and of course an anime film series, um, as well as a live action film. Pokemon has gone on to become the highest grossing media franchise of all time, with $90 billion in total franchise revenue. It's true. 
That's true. Which is crazy. The first Pokemon movie takes place during the first season of Pokemon Indigo League. Uh, the movie primarily consists of three segments. Pikachu's Vacation, which is a 21-minute feature focusing on the series uh, mascot Pikachu. Yeah. Origin of Mewtwo, the 10-minute prologue added to the extended version of the film. And Mewtwo Strikes Back, the main 75-minute film feature. Only recently released on Netflix is the full CGI remake of the movie Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. Mm. Uh, we considered reviewing the new movie only to realise that it really is, for the most part, the same movie. So here we are taking the opportunity to rewind and review the original and, of course, the first. Yeah. The first movie. Um, now, Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution does have some minor differences, but nothing major in terms of plot or characters. It does, however, uh, not include the Pikachu's Vacation short film. In Mewtwo Strikes Back, scientists clone a new powerful Pokemon from a fossil of the legendary Mew. Mew. The <laughs> result is a living weapon with immense psychic powers, Mewtwo. After learning of his purpose to serve the leader of Team Rocket, Giovanni, Mewtwo escapes to an island and plots revenge against humanity. Um, Mewtwo invites several trainers to his secret little island under the ruse of being able to battle the world's greatest Pokemon trainer, uh, Ash, Misty, and Brock, amongst a few other trainers and Team Rocket as well, um, make it to Mewtwo's island only to realize that the world's greatest Pokemon trainer is actually the world's most powerful Pokemon. Mewtwo challenges the trainers using clones of their Pokemon. Mew also reveals itself and Mewtwo... Uh, challenges it in order to prove his superiority. Mm. It becomes an all-out brawl of Pokemon Originals versus Pokemon clones. Absolutely. Jason, have you heard of Pokemon before? I've come across it in my days. In, I, heard, in, I, heard that, I heard that you may be a fan. I, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's all right. Well, like, I think my age bracket, how old was I when Pokemon was at its peak? We're talking 97, 98, 99. Nine I was old. I was eight nine years old. Like mm. I was I was there. Um, Child. The Pokemon cards. No one knew how to play them, of course. But we had the cards. No we, one still knows. We how to traded play them. them. We did some bad deals. We lost a few. We have some regrets, but they were a big thing. The TV show, like it started, it just kept going. It was it was your daily routine. And then mm. when you know there was a break in the series, and they had to. Start doing some replays. You know, it was the worst time of our lives. Um, you know, just <laughs> waiting for the new episodes. Oh, they're starting it again. Uh. Mm. Um, so, yeah, when... Oh, of course, the video games. My my first Pokemon game was uh, Pokemon Gold, actually. So, I right. never had... Well, my first Game Boy was Game Boy Color, because my parents were Woo, late to the game with me. Um, late to the game with my Game Boy. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, yeah, Pokemon Gold, that's where I started, and I thought it was the most amazing thing ever. I was just like, oh, I was so excited when I caught my first Rattata, only to realise Rattata is the worst Pokemon out. Like, you just... I hate them so much. They're everywhere. Um, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so eventually I went back and I got, like, Pokemon Yellow, and, yeah. you know, years later, still playing. I think the, the latest game I have is Pokemon Moon. Which yeah, right. I didn't actually finish. I got like halfway through it. On what like, platform? On uh, 3DS. Yeah, yeah. That's the latest Nintendo device I have. What about this movie? Did you watch it? So you were nine. No. Yes. Yeah. I remember watching it at the movies. It was like a thing. And it was like one of the first times where I had seen a packed cinema. Now, going to the movies back then for me was not a an everyday occurrence like it is now because I'm just made of money. Um, <laughs> I'm an adult. I make my own choices. But going back then, <laughs> it was sort of like... It was round up the friends, let's go, let's go, like, hit the movies, let's see it. Um, I remember they gave out, like, those promo Pokemon cards, and it was the most exciting thing ever, because it was, yeah. like, it was either, like, 
uh, Pikachu, Mewtwo, I think there was a Dragonite and something else. Right. Maybe a Mew? I don't know. There was something else. I feel like Mew should have been there, but I can't remember. Would have been, surely. Surely, right? Surely. You'd think so. I think I got a Mewtwo, which was very exciting, because I was like, holy shit. Yeah. With a little promo thing. Anyway, Little, yeah. little nine-year-old, holy but yeah, it shit. Was, it was one of the first times where I'd seen a packed cinema, and I, I was just like, what is happening? Like, what is this? Mm. And then, yeah, watched it. I remember just loving it, being like, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, things might have changed. <laughs> so, yeah, might have, have changed. A different opinion on it. Cool. I don't know anything about Pokemon. I thought you were a. Oh, I'm a super fan, huge fan. No, I'm not really. I thought you were. So I have to admit. So I do know a little bit about this. I do know. So by the sound of things, a little bit more than Lucas, <laughs> dearest Luke. Um, I so I, I saw this movie. I was about twelve or thirteen, I think. Had so, you watched the show though before you watched it? When you... Uh, only sporadic episodes. Okay. So I understand. I, you had an idea. I got an idea. But I didn't play any of the games. So oh, I wasn't a Game, game okay. Boy person, So which would have been which would have locked me in for this. Mm. However, I do know bits and pieces, but I had to very, very clearly admit I am not well-versed in this. In, right. In, 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 I know. I, I just, for some reason, was just under the impression that, or at least you knew. I know bits and pieces of it. Okay, I guess that's good. And I don't. And I'm certainly not... Adverse to it. I know a lot of people would turn around and go, mm, Pokemon, eh. no, I'm like, oh, great, cool. So, yeah, no. just worldwide phenomenon. Yeah, absolutely. You know? absolutely. Now, You're I, all the weird one for not knowing stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, just like people who haven't seen Game of Thrones. Look, it, I tried. Yeah. I tried. Yeah, I got yeah, to yeah, the bit yeah. where there was, you know, that child attached to the breasts, and I was like, mm, I don't know. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I hear, I hear, I hear. Not everybody's cup of tea. But, so I. I've seen this. I've seen. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, I saw this movie. I didn't see it in cinemas, but I did. I saw it regularly, like not right. When I say regularly. regularly. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it probably a couple of times a year when I was thirteen, fourteen ish. Yeah. Also came along the territory with younger siblings as well. Right. Like so you were into it yeah. watching it. Yeah. So um, and then the the only game I've played was Pokemon Snap on sixty four. <laughs> that was the, ca- the camera one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just take literally. It's like a train, and you just literally take photos of. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I lie. I also played um, Pokemon Go for a little while on the phone. Oh, Pokemon Go doesn't count. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Count. Especially when you're trying to catch a Zubat in your freaking <laughs> living room, and it just you can't yeah. catch it. Yeah. Oh, p- like, talking about Pokemon Go is a conversation for another day. I'm just like, it's not a Pokemon game to me. I'm just like, it's not. It's it's, it's not. It's um, <laughs> but anyway, all right. So that's my experience. A little bit of experience, not as well versed in Pokemon lore as you are, but right. I know bits and pieces. Okay, so, but at least you should be easy on the bloody you've quiz. You've seen a few later, episodes on the. Oh, it's only related to the movie. It's not like yeah. obscure questions, but we'll, we'll good, get good, to good. that. Okay, so, so I'm familiar. You are yeah, familiar, right? Yeah. Um, this movie, right? So the budget, very, very small. Um, Three hundred and fifty million to make. Yen. Yen. <laughs> Yen. So that's five million US dollars. Um, the box office return of nineteen billion yen, hundred and seventy two point seven million. Can I US do that's, dollars? That's incredible, by the way. Um, that turnover. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm surprised that they haven't made more theatrical movies. I mean, they made a few, but we'll, well they talk made about, a we'll few, talk about that. We'll talk and about then that. that kind of yeah stopped. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have to admit, by the way, so yen was the very first currency that I ever experienced as a child internationally. I went right, on exchange okay. to Japan when and I was just, a kid. I imagine it just didn't make any sense. Right? I, I remember taking over Australian dollars and having an exchange and going, what the hell? <laughs> what is this? And then you go and you're just like, oh, I can only buy an apple. Yeah. And that's what my With money. one million yen. But anyway, <laughs> um, critical rating. So the Japanese version, the reviews were generally positive due to the film's kind of emotional impact. 
uh, and it's exploration on ethical topics, which we are going to talk about, but, you know, cloning, genetic, that kind of stuff. Also got a couple of others I want to throw in there a little bit later. Mm. English version reviews were decent um, from audience, but um, mostly negative from critics. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might have come down to... Now, I haven't actually watched the Japanese version, but I did read up on, um, I guess, the differences and, and what's involved. Um, the story and the portrayal of Mewtwo in the Japanese version is a lot different. So It's the same movie, they just... Well, they dub it different? Well, they dub, dub it, yeah. It's... So, they, I mean, in the translation process, you know, they are trying to match the, the, the mouthing and the animation and stuff, but I guess they took a little bit more liberties with how they portrayed things and you know that this movie has an overall message about you know like fighting's wrong that kind of mm. thing again we will get to we're all gonna that. get to that hypocrisy yeah. uh such but um apparently in the, in the japanese anyway. <laughs> the japanese movie or the japanese yeah the original japanese version uh mewtwo is more of a like a lost kind of character he doesn't know his place in the world and he's trying to find it where this one he's like an evil tyrant yeah that's just like now nah, i'm pissed off and i'm taking I'm my revenge yeah you can tell so, that they tried to. Yeah, that anyway. motivation shift would change, I guess, the interpretation of the movie. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that. Um, Rotten Tomatoes gives this a 15%, um, average of 3.57 out of 10, based on 89 reviews. And Metacritic give it 35 out of 100, based on 25 reviews. So despite all that, though, the highest grossing anime film in the United States. Also the only grossing anime film, probably, at that point. No, because no, cause you had... What did you have at that time? Oh, you had, you know, like Studio Ghibli was doing stuff as uh, early as the 80s and stuff. There were movies like Akira and... Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, no, that's not a big one. Okay, you're right. I retract oh. my statement. <laughs> um, Anime's a thing. Come on now. It, um, will... it also was the fourth highest grossing animated film based on a television show worldwide. I want to quiz you here. Can you tell me what the highest grossing animated film based on a television show worldwide is now? I honestly could not tell you. I the don't know. The Simpsons movie. Really? Yeah. Well, think about it. All the all the highest grossing animated oh, movies yeah. are like original things. Oh, or, yeah. yeah. Based on a TV I can show. see that. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, it was the highest grossing film also based on a video game until 2001's Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Um, and if you haven't already, we've got we've reviewed that one. So, uh, by, by all means, go and visit there's a, our, there's our an previous, old plug. Yeah. An old plug for our previous catalogue. Very good. There are 23 animated theatrical Pokemon films starting from 1998 to 2020. Um, one came out every year with two uh, with 2011, including two movies, mm. which are actually considered to be one. I think that's the Pokemon Black and Pokemon White. There were two versions of it, but okay. it's like the same movie. Very confusing. Right. Uh, it's not important. <laughs> not for today's. So. Yeah, pretty much. But um, all theatrical in Japan. Now, in like, unless you're talking. Uh, very minimal little special events, maybe mm. in the US or here in Australia. Yeah. Um, I don't know about, you know, ongoing. But basically, we had, the, I think it was mainly the first three movies were theatrically released. Right. Sort of on a wide, on a wide level. Um, okay. Just looking at the original series, though, Pokemon, the first movie, yeah. uh, Mewtwo Strikes Back. Pokemon... The movie 2000, The Power of One. So I remember that in cinemas. Yeah, the one with Lugia and the birds and... Yeah. Mm. yeah. Pokemon 3, the movie Spell of the Unknown. Unknown to me as well. That's, <laughs> that's where you're at. Yeah. You've checked out. Um, Pokemon <laughs> Forever, Celebi, Voice of the Forest. They really do like these long names. Yeah. Um, I think that was the first one that I remember here at least coming direct to... VHS or DVD or whatever it was. Right. Um, and the last one in the original series of movies was Pokemon Heroes, uh, Latios and Latius. 
All right. Which is out of the original ones, the only one I haven't seen. Interesting. I've seen random later ones, which is, yeah. Is it still now with like contemporary times? Is it still Ash Brock? Well, they're still they're still making well because they're always changed. They're always based in whatever's happening in the TV show, and it'll be Mm. so it's all one continuity until the twentieth film. The films have been set in alternative uh, continuity, separate to the anime series. So the twentieth movie, it was sort of like almost like a reboot of the show, but it was a new story, and it was just sort of Ash and Pikachu and. But like a new version of them and new yeah. characters and stuff. I don't know that's a, that's that. a good movie though. Pokemon I Choose You, I think it's called. Oh, right. so that's a pretty good one. I think both that one and the one following The Power of Us yep. is on Netflix as well. So. All right, noted. I will a add good, it to the list of a movies good re- I probably will not watch, but I will say that I'm ready to watch. <laughs> Love it. Um, now, the 22nd movie, um, Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. We've already discussed it at the top. It is a CG remake of the first movie. Did you watch it? Negative. I know it's on. I know it's on Netflix. Yeah. It's on the list of things to do. I did watch it purely for this. So I had. I went back and what you know. I was. Essentially, Is it worth watching? Well, I essentially watched both movies. There's pros to it. There's also some cons. The cons being, it is the same movie. There's some minor differences. What's the special effects like there? Um, the character designs, I would give a thumbs down to because I, I even by uh, the end of the movie, I was like, that would be the only reason I watched. I it. was like a bit weird, but the Pokemon designs. Okay. And the Pokemon fights. Pokemon look cool in this CGI rendition. It's like looking at Ash's face, and it's just like... Uncanny Even by the end of the movie, it was... Yeah. Well, it's still got the anime spin on it, right? Well, it does, of course. Yeah, cool. But it's... Yeah, it's a bit bit different. And it is pretty much the same movie, apart from some minor differences. Like, instead of a Viking boat, it's like this cute little tug sailboat. Um, There's no... Probably not be as racist as they were, but anyway. (laughs) There's no pop songs. Um, in this movie, it's it's yeah, right. just like the theatric the, the score, yeah. which is I think is an improvement. Yeah. Um, and overall, you know, the fight scenes and I guess the animation as a whole is pretty good. So for that reason, mm. if for some reason you're like, oh, I want to watch the first movie again for some reason, oh, and you do. want to mix it up instead of watching this original, watch that one just as a curiosity. Thing. But it's not photo real, is it? It's still anim- clearly animated. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Detective Pikachu? Which no, no, no. Like it, cl- it looks like a video game. Like It looks okay. like a ca- it is a cartoon still. I'll tell you what, I love the Pokemon design in, in De- Detective Pikachu. I thought yeah. they were wicked. Oh, but even this one, like Pikachu's still furry and all that. Like, it's, oh, cool. It's all... But it's just not as realistic as, say, Pokemon. Yeah. Detective Pikachu. Speaking of Detective Pikachu, may as well mention that quickly here. Um, I guess. So last year, I think it was. 2018. 2019. 19. Um, mm-hmm. A live-action pick Pokemon film directed by Rob Letterman, and it was, yeah, po- De- Pokemon Detective Pikachu, which is its own real standalone storyline, which is based on some other canon. Well, based assuming. on the 2018 Nintendo 3DS spin-off game, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, right. right so nothing to do with Ash, nothing to do with um, Brock no. and Misty. Nothing different Pikachu. It's a different Pikachu. Different Pikachu. Same voice. If you voice, watch the movie, it's... Same voice. Well, as Pikachu, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not Ryan Reynolds. Sounds like spoiler, bullshit. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, well, that's not a spoiler, that's Ryan Reynolds' voice. It is Ryan Reynolds' voice. I'll fix that, I'll fix that. (laughs) Alright, and also, would quickly talk, um, there was a special hour-long episode of the anime um, series, which was released on VHS um, and DVD in 2001, which is Pokemon Mewtwo Returns, um, which is a direct sequel to Pokemon the first movie which I have not seen that I have not even heard of that I've got that on DVD I don't know why or when I came across it but I have it is Mewtwo is Mewtwo good? well it's 
following this movie. So because he's kind of okay at the end. Yeah, it's about like Giovanni comes back and because he's the only one who remembers him. Yeah, and right. he starts causing trouble and he's he goes and he finds me too and the clones and yeah. Yeah, you know he's doing his evil Team Rocket stuff and um, yeah Ash and, and Co stumble across him and. It's, it's sort of like they don't remember anything, but it's sort of. I mean, I won't say too much, but it's about you know. Oh, it sounds like it might be worth watching. Oh, it has a has a bonus sort of follow up to this. It's cool. Okay, it's cool. I mean, I haven't watched it in a while, so don't take my word for it. I can't guarantee it's a good watch, but I remember it being an entertaining thing as right. a follow up right. to this. Um, okay, but yeah, I guess that's the they're the Pokemon movies. Like as I said, there's what is it twenty three animated films. And counting. All of the TV series. All, all of the TV stuff. shows. Yeah. Like, it's still going. It's still current. Video games are still coming out. Um, Pokemon cards are still being made. It's it's a thing. Let's... How... I mean, I don't know how you watched or did your rewatch for this movie. Did I include Pikachu's Did vacation? you include Pikachu's Vacation? No, I've seen it before, though. But you have seen it? It's right. where, like, Charizard gets his head stuck in something. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah. I... I don't know what else I happens. didn't I bother watching it again because I just... Didn't have the time, nor the patience, nor the interest in doing so. It's it's just a cute little... I don't little... remember it meaning anything to the no, movie. No, it's, it's so, nothing yeah. to do with the movie. It's just its own little standalone short. Um, the trainers drop the Pokemon off on some vacation island thing. Yep. Um, it turns oh. into a babysitting thing about Togepi. They're trying to take care Togepi's of Togepi. Togepi's a little... Little Missy's egg thing, egg thing, thing right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, they're just trying to look after it. What does that turn it. into? Um, it turns into a toga Togetic, Togetic or something, I think it's called. So Don't chi- quiz is that, me. Is that a chicken thing, is it? It looks like a bird type thing. Okay, no, I believe you. I believe you. I believe, <laughs> I believe you. you. Oh, we oh. need a Pokedex. <laughs> we do not have a Pokedex here. Um, I will say Pikachu's Vacation. So, oh, well, we already talked about it at the top. It's It was at the start of it was like, the release. Yeah, it was like so a, a bonus feature. It's like how Pixar releases a short, or Disney animated movies yeah. release a short, but this yeah. is quite long, it, though. It's about... What was it? What did we say? It was like twenty oh, minutes I can't or remember. so. All I remember is that Raichu's in it, and that opened my eyes to what Raichu, that Pikachu, had an evolution. Yeah. Um, and I remember Charizard like, got his head stuck in like a hole or a pipe or something. <laughs> but either way, it has no impact on this movie. One one interesting thing from that though is that it was the because at this stage we were only familiar with the first generation of Pokemon, the first hundred and fifty right. or hundred and fifty one, if you include me. Um, but the short included the reveal of Snubble. For the Western audience, which was... I don't remember that. So it's that pink dog kind of thing. Oh. So he is from the second generation, so that was the first reveal. When yeah, we right. get to the actual movie, there's also another Pokemon that has its first reveal. A um, Which one? Donphan. And which one is that? Explain it. Um, in the like the opening battle between Ash and that random trainer. That thing that spins around? That spinning thing, yeah. Right, so so I, wrote, second... I wrote that in my note, like armadillo weird thing with spikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who fights? Yeah, so, in a, so fights he's, a, he's a second gen Pokemon, which is a interesting sort of reveal. So you know, because yeah. I think in Japan, by the time we got it, well, I don't know. I guess they were no, because that would have been in the '98 movie anyway. But I guess they were already working on the second gen, gen and all yeah, that. Bring it out. happening. Yeah. Interesting. Very exciting. Uh, well, for the, for the for the super fans out there listening <laughs> to this, we apologise for not knowing our <laughs> shit very well. But hey, I'm doing alright. You do okay. I'm doing all right. I certainly do not know. All right, so. We got rid of that. That's out of the way. Pikachu's vacation. Cool, I mean, good stuff. Is it Amazing. good stuff? No, it's got no it's, it's It's as linked to this as the TV show is. It's cute. It's the same characters. It's the same world. It's cute. It's got nothing to do with the story. Yeah. The Pokedex translates or the Pokemon speak. It's ridiculous. Um, but the movie. The movie kicks off. I do not remember that. 
Yeah, it's yeah, it's that's yeah, it's weird. Oh, okay. oh does he translate it? Either translate it, translates it, or just narrates to tell you what's going on, even though it's pretty right. obvious. And oh weird. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's talk. Mewtwo strikes back. Absolutely. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Yeah. Right. So Mewtwo. What do you got? Mewtwo. I mean, the movie opens, and it, I mean, the whole Mewtwo Origins thing is pretty. It's pretty dark for you know if you know the tone of the movie and stuff. It's it's pretty epic, I'd say. Target audience of this movie. It certainly is like like ten year old boys. Yeah. And girls. Yeah. Children. 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 Right. For sure. Yeah. Even preteen, almost. Yeah. Oh, maybe a little bit. Maybe because I was like 12, 13, and I still got something out of it. So basically, um, if you're into, if you're actively into Pokemon and watch Pokemon at the time, it's yeah. the movie for you. The poor parents had to take their kids that had no idea what was going yeah, on. So your parents would have had to taken you with old tribe. No, yeah. the was just dropped off. <laughs> Whoa, wow. No, if you dropped off at the cinema, you, you're at in... At nine years old. With a bunch of friends, and then... Yeah. You know, then mob. You, a mob of children. Yeah, a mob. Oh, fine. Feel sorry for the poor no, popcorn, all, dude. That's all right. Oh, God, that would be terrible. That's okay. <laughs> Back to me too, though. So, yeah, well, well, what I was really getting to is, yes, children's movie. Young, young, young children. This was quite a dark opening when you introduced to him. His dialogue in English, I think, is... Possibly, I think that you can actively see as an adult, they've definitely dumbed it down a little bit, but it's still dealing with <laughs> still dealing with stuff that's a little bit darker than kids may have expected. Perhaps. Was that all a dream? It's like it's creepy. Well, but he say, does as a kid, you wouldn't understand I mean, what the heck he's talking about. He would you? sounds like a just a generic evil anime bad guy, like, yeah. like I'm evil, and like you know, there's no it, it's just so well, he is. He gets, generic. I mean, when he's you remember, you know, when he's remember he's. Doing the building the storm, yeah. He's spinning his hand around, yeah, with to, little, little three poles, like yeah. <laughs> but you don't see his face; you just see his hand. So it's like super evil, like he's sitting behind a big chair. Yeah, and it's like yeah. So they, he's portrayed as the bad guy. I mean, I was talking about the the different interpretation of it. Like this movie clearly is him. I mean, he doesn't want to be enslaved by these humans and work mm. for them. And you know, Giovanni approaches him and is telling him, you know, like oh. Um, we you're, made me- you. you're meant to yeah we made you know at first he's sort of like I'm your partner so he's like okay I've already done off with these scientists which I'm pretty sure he killed mm. death yeah. death in Pokemon that happened like, just, they're, they're just, dead. I, I did write that down in my notes as well as like yeah you kill people <laughs> that's it but Giovanni comes to him twice actually he blows up oh, his facility blo- he's and he blows blowing up, up the labs island. all yeah. left and left and right he yeah. just likes blowing stuff up but Giovanni t- tells him I'll be your partner so he's like okay I'll trust this guy because a partnership, that's different. That's not, I yeah. work for a human. I'm working with a human. Yeah. Um, but then at the end of it, it's still, no, we no. created you. I own you. Yeah, you're us. Mine. You're, you're and us. he's just like, that's it. I'm pissed off. And that's when it leads into, that's why he's striking back. Yeah. See, and nobody that's... threw a Pokeball at him. Not once. <laughs> well, he can't be caught. Well, no one knows that. <laughs> he's Pokemon. Oh, well. They could have given it a crack, dude, couldn't they? <laughs> they do. He's, like, he's awake. Oh, shit. <laughs> Put him in a ball. That'll yeah, catch him. That'll do him. That'll keep, keep him locked in. I guarantee you probably throw a Pokeball at him. He's in there and it'll probably just explode it or something. Like, just the power will just open up. Oh, you're just, oh, you're just too ingrained in oh, the ego. So, hey, in the game, you can actually you can catch, you can catch a Mewtwo. Yeah, because yeah. he's a Pokemon. Yeah. What I like about... I mean, with these movies, they always kind of focus on... Like a legendary Pokemon, so right. So Mew in in the first generation, like I mean, there are like the legendary birds and stuff, but you know they address them in the second movie. But Mewtwo was primarily the like the the boss 
Pokemon of, right. of the games. Like, he was the legendary one where it's like, Ooh. so of course, I reckon if you're going to make a movie, make, make it about. Well, I mean, he's featured in, he was featured in Detective Pikachu. He was too. actually, yeah. And at the same time, I think that movie also kind of addresses this movie a little bit with, you know, mm. there's the facility and there's like mm. the record, the video records of Mewtwo and it's all kind but of. It is, it's, it's like it's after this because Mewtwo's a good guy in that movie. Uh, well, he's just, I mean, he gets, well, he's confused, but he's like, but he comes good. Yeah. Because he helped. Yeah. And a lot of spoilers. You've got to go watch the movie. You, you understand. You understand. Um, <laughs> if you're anyway, listening to this podcast, you've probably watched Detective, Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. I actually really enjoyed it. Because he was a plane. human, though, actually. as a The Mewtwo was a human. Well, you know. Eventually. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, That's right. Very confusing movie. So, you know, watched, Not as confusing that, as this one. I watched that on coming back from New Zealand, by oh, the way. Yeah. So it was a plane watch, that one. And I was like, oh, this is really, really cool. <laughs> Justice Smith is actually really, really cool. And I watched him recently in a Netflix movie that came out called... I can't remember on the top of my head, but it's quite a sad movie. Solid recommend. I think I 100%. came across that one because I saw his head and I was like, Justice Smith. Oh, so. what's it called? And, the, and what, Laura loved it as well. It's such a sad movie, though. It's got Ellie, um, Ellie Fanning in it. Anyway, that's not nothing to do with this. <laughs> but Justice Smith, good recommend. Go watch the Netflix movie that came out on the 28th of Feb. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, that, 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 you can track that. So Mewtwo. So his motivations, we know he's an evil bastard in this movie. Yes. He's pissed off until you know, the very end where he learns a lesson and whatever, wipes everyone's minds. I'm jumping ahead, but that's okay. Because he's a psychic Pokemon, the, I guess the, the filmmakers or the, the dub... People, the people in charge of the English dub had hmm. the benefit of just dubbing his voice because he Random has his mouth doesn't dialogue, move. Yeah. It's just like a mind kind of speech. So they had a so, bit more freedom in his dialogue. Yeah, so they could just go to town. So I had a question that was relating to that. He's a psychic, but so is Mew. Yeah. Why does Mew not talk? Why does Meowth talk? But, oh, but his clone doesn't. Well, Meowth... So I thought they were psychic. So, anyway, sidetracking. No. So, the Meowth talking thing is um, there's an episode in the anime where they actually give him a backstory. And oh. it's like he meets like this female Meowth and it's like he gets a broken heart and oh. he like... He's like down in the in the rut in the in the gutters and stuff and he ends up teaching himself how to speak English because he feels... Well, to speak human because um, he thinks it'll, it'll impress her and... And it doesn't. Something and yeah, or well, ultimately it doesn't. But it's sort of like it spans over a period of time where he's just constantly trying to teach himself. And uh, yeah, it's quite a like yeah, yes. Okay, cool. Backstory. So there's yeah. So he's just a special type of oh. individual Pokemon. But but Mew uh, Mew two does talk, but Mew doesn't for some reason. Either Mew does he chooses not to, or because you know. Obviously, Tell you what, his little Mew is super cute. Though. Yeah, so he's he's fine. Yeah. He's all good. But he's talking and Meowth can understand it. Mm. Well, I guess all the all the Pokemon can understand one another. Each other, yeah. Meowth is doing the service of translating for yeah. us. Yeah. But I guess because Mewtwo is obviously the clone and they, they've they cloned him but did different things to him. It's it's essentially like Jurassic Park. Um, <laughs> they I love it. It's the same but a little bit different. <laughs> they mix it with same, a same but different but same. Mewtwo's got frog DNA in him and he's he does he starts, just he starts breathing like sporadically mm. well no he just breeds other things mm. instead Pokemon the first movie Mewtwo finds a way Mewtwo finds a way let's see it <laughs> let's let's talk about let's talk about the anime versus the movie because it's always exciting when you watch a TV show and then suddenly like oh there's a movie of it mm. I remember like when you know the the Power the first Power Rangers movie came out and yeah. it was like oh, it's the same, it's the characters and the actors that we know, but it's a movie version, they've thrown more money at it, everything It's like a long cool. yeah. episode. Like, the command centre is, like, 
all spiffy and shiny yeah. and stuff. The suits are now armor and not just light, like spandex. It's, yeah. it's cool. Kind of like this, but in animation terms. Now, I'm not saying you know you can look back at this and say, well, the animation is, is fantastic. For the no, time, it it's okay. But if you do compare it to the, the TV show, there is a vast improvement, especially with a right. lot of the action scenes and... Okay. Yeah, I think even just like the frames per second in the animation, like it, okay. it is a vast improvement. So well, I mean the CG that's in there too. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I not, think not much, but there's stuff. You know how I said there was that? Or well, you said it. <laughs> either way, the note said that there was an extended version of of the movie, mm. which is kind of almost like the one that we we got as the English dub. That's got the the CGI elements and stuff to it. Oh, right. I think the Japanese was very clean cut two D. All right, maybe a little bit, but I don't know. Again, I don't know. I'm just but you know, like and... doors opening and stuff are all yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's all pretty cool. cool. I thought it was so. I my entry into this was I had seen a couple of episodes of TV sporadically, and then the movie came out. So I definitely had the same perspective of it's just a bigger, grander version yeah. of the TV. Well, it's, it's like more epic version. An of epic. It. That's yeah. it. That's what you want when you go to a movie version. It's funny bigger, enough. You've written grander. epicness in the notes. There's, there there's epicness to so. it. But I feel, so you've also got here in the notes, we're talking about the tone of the movie, and we just started off... Dark so and gritty, gritty, and like, whoa. And I can't remember what the TV show was like in that sense. Was it just well, you exclusively know, upbeat the whole time? Well, you or? know when, you know after the title card where it's like, Pokemon the first movie, Mitra Sacks Back, dramatic music, and then it cuts to black, and then suddenly the narrator speaks, the narrator speaks, and it's like... Meet Ash Ketchum from, let's like, from Palatown, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Everything's happy, green, but that's the show. Yeah, right. Like, it literally, this thing's going on, that's this movie, and then it cuts to just some random point in the show. Yeah, right. It's as, it's as if you're picking it up. And Which you, is you... daunting if you have no idea what's going on, because you're just like, wow, that tonal shift is insane. Well, it's definitely noticeable. So, it's it certainly like, is, yeah. Uh, it, and it doesn't get darker again until, you know, they get to New Zealand and all that. It's stuff. all pretty goofy and upbeat. Until and yeah, until they get there. But yeah, it's just like something bright green. You got mm. the Pokemon theme sort of blaring. It's all fun and exciting, and it's like this is the TV show. It's crazy. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's jarring. Would you or jarring? I should say. Would you say this would be a good entry point for someone who doesn't know what Pokemon is or never watched anything? No, it gives you zero context at all. <laughs> you actually do have to move into this movie. They don't even try. They don't even yeah. There's no um. Like, there's no exposition. The characters it is and stuff. You, what it is, you arrive. You you just pick up where the TV show left off. Like yeah. All the character development and stuff, you know from there. I mean, you get an idea of who these characters are, but as a, I guess when you go, you're just like, wow, that guy's just a horny guy. She's annoying and naggy, and he's an idiot who keeps hurting himself. You think Misty's annoying and naggy? Well, in this movie, she is a little bit. But I mean, that's. I mean, I know her other character traits from the show. She's whiny. She's whiny. She's but in this movie, yeah. if this is all you're exposed to, that's what you're. That's what you'll get. Yeah. Well, we'll come go. back to characters. Let's talk. Let's talk the plot. Let's talk storyline. Let's, let's let's talk about that. Go on. I mean, ultimately, Mewtwo's bad guy. Clones lots of Pokemon. Everyone fights. Yeah. And then he decides that, hang on, fighting is not the way to go. Yeah, I mean, there's that, that, that one key piece of dialogue which I always remember is like, Pokemon are meant to fight, not like this. Yeah, who says that? Uh, I think it's the Nurse Joy. Yeah. Possibly. Either her or Misty. Or Misty. Uh, it's, yeah. either, it's one of them. Oh, well, either way. Either way. Listeners <laughs> will go back and have a listen and then let It's know. one of the generic female characters, characters. in the movie. <laughs> it's... I mean, it's either the sexualized one or the not sexualized yeah, I, one. I get the message that, that's here, and I, I can kind of, like, I stand by it because what they're saying here is that 
Because Mewtwo strips the Pokemon of like their of their special elemental powers, powers and yeah. stuff, right? So they're all just fighting physically. They're slapping each other. They're scratching each other. Mm. They're just wrestling and pushing. So when they're saying they're not meant to fight, not like this, I get what they're saying. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Pokemon, the show, the games, everything, it's all about essentially this animal fighting type yeah. thing. I mean, of course, it's it's within these grounded yeah. things and they're always healed and stuff. You know, there's never... Pokemon don't die. Like, it, it's not yeah. it's not like that. And the, the TV show always carries that message of, like, Pokemon are actually friends and, you know, that's how they should be treated. Even though they, you know, yeah. they're friends, but go fight. Can yeah. I say, though... So it is hypocritical. Plot, but, plot, plot. But put, to, talking of themes, there is definitely an undertone of slavery that's in this. It's it's certainly well, not clearly said because it's a child's movie, but... Mewtwo's so, talking about, you know, the Pokemon are kept in bowls that, you know, that these humans carry around. And they around. do the bidding of the humans. Pretty much. Like they... However, and I, and I have to say this, and I was speaking to, to the wife about this as well. I feel like... Did she watch it with you? Or... No, no, no. Okay. no. Has she watched it before? Myself. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I don't think so. But I was really just talking about how it's a little bit off because the themes in it... You know, we have already talked about um, the ethics behind uh, cloning and things like that. We'll talk about that in a second, a little bit more. But... There's also a tone of slavery here. Mewtwo points it out. Yep, you've got all of the Pokemon that are inside the balls are slaves to the humans, and you're and he looks down on them and says, "You're actively participating in this. You're, yeah. Why are you not free?" But I had to reflect. At the end, he 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 kind of makes it. If you look at it that like like that and go, "Oh yeah, you are slaves. Like humans come and find you in the wild. They throw something at you, and all of a sudden you're theirs, <laughs> right? And then you do their bidding." Yeah. If you look at it like that, it the movie actually turns around and says, "That's actually okay." And I know that they're trying to put a positive side to it. It's confusing. It's it is super con- confusing if you analyze it too much. Yeah, as the concept of the show, the whole premise of the show is flawed on that level, especially yeah. when this movie is trying to counter that. Yeah. Um, the, the movie's trying to say with, fighting is bad. Yeah. We need to get I along. I think they like I said in the in the in the anime, in the show, they do a lot of stuff where they do try and push the the agenda of they make it very clear that the trainers are close with their Pokemon, their friends. Mm. And even every time well for the most part, when Ash catches a Pokemon, it's usually it's 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 never usually I threw a Pokeball and I caught it and now you're mine. It, they always have some sort of story where the Pokemon actually chooses to come with Ash, mm. and it's a bit of a running joke because everyone's just like, "Ash, you ever going to actually catch a Pokemon, or are yeah. you just going to make friends with them and they're just going to follow you?" Yeah, which happens to Squirtle, Charmander, Bulbasaur. Yeah. I think the only one he legitimately catches is a is a Caterpie. <laughs> okay, but even that one, when there's the story element where he lets the Caterpie, which eventually evolves into a Butterfree, free because. It's better for the Pokemon, so he's like, "I'm yeah, not right. going to keep it." And well, you have to admit, you know, like, like they throughout all of this, you see the Pokemon out of their balls, integrated it, and kind of hanging out with their their owners mm. or their Pokemon masters, right? Yeah, like, like yeah. so. There's an element of cooperation there, right? But ultimately, like the undertone is, you've taken something's freedom. And you know the concept of Stockholm, oh, yeah. Stockholm syndrome. Basically, you're into servitude, and then all of a sudden, you like your captor. No, that's it. That's and it. And so it's saying that that's okay, but it's also saying like, no. It's saying no. We don't want that. But then at the end, they they basically resolve it and say no. That's the world we want. <laughs> but <laughs> relating on, it to the real world, though, and except for like the you know like the dog fighting type parallel. Is it not the same to us, cap like putting animals into captivity and or claiming them as pets? Yes, it is. I mean, it is the same, it, right? It's actually it's the not... same. It's like my little puppy. 
she loves me. The only difference is you're not putting your puppy in a ring where it has to then fight, fight. another animal. And, yeah. You know, also, also my puppy couldn't survive in the wild without me. So, <laughs> so if I had a wolf, it'd be different. <laughs> but so that's what it'd be about me going out and that's snag, how you justify it. stealing oh, a wolf. My pup dog will die. And raising. <laughs> so basically, anybody who's got an exotic pet is is a bad person. But really, so this movie and, it, and and the core and the core fundamental theme behind this. So take the slavery stuff aside. They don't really address it. But what they do say is. You might have people from different backgrounds and like uh, different like different perspectives and different backgrounds, and yet we can still all get along. That's because I think, yeah. fundamentally, it's people who are from all over the world shop, and they're in conflict. And then Mewtwo decides, nope, we're going to get along. Yeah, and of course that's and so that's a Ash's, positive to that's it. Ash's sacrifice when he jumps in front to yeah. sort of defend is he does he jump in front to defend Pikachu or is it jumps in between. Yeah, the two things to stop them and then protesting. Yeah, he basically sacrifices himself, and Mewtwo sees that and he's just like, "What?" And then he sees what the Pokemon do, and they're just like, "Oh, you know, like, whoa." Mm. So he, you know, learns that lesson. The the overall overall thing though is that you know, like, there is that clone versus original idea. So Mewtwo is still a lost kind of character. He's like, "What am I? Where do I belong?" Um, and then he just gets this vendetta where he feels like he needs to prove himself worthy, I guess, or like, "I'm a clone." These originals, okay, let's create an army of more clones and prove that we are superior, almost like a Magneto type kind of mindset. Yeah, yeah, there's that X Men sort of parallel. Keep in mind, I have to qualify this is a movie for children, so we are looking at it through a lens of adults. And it's, but the thing is, the undertones are there, so children absorb that stuff, so they'll take that as a value. When I first watched it as a kid, it was just, it was like. All right, Mewtwo's the bad guy, and he's got these clones, and he's just fighting them, and he thinks he's better than them. I mean, that's and that's the level of. Yeah. And I was like, now they're fighting, and it's really sad, and oh, and that's boom. But rewatching it, you're like, Ooh. like yeah, the, the yeah. ethical stuff to it is very yeah. there. I mean, it's not it's not like rocket science level type. Like, oh, this is very so many layers. It's just mm. it is there, and it's pretty clear, and it's pretty yeah. simple and straightforward. You can analyse a lot more, but you know, you're know you only going to get so much. And I think I don't think there's anything more than what we've sort of... I think my gripe, though, is that by the end of it, all the lessons learned by all the characters mm. are just forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, they learnt nothing. Yeah. Zero was achieved. Nothing this. was achieved. I mean, mutual learnt a lesson. Good. Great. Right, so... But then again, that means the movie doesn't impact the rest of the narrative with the series and everything else. It's just like, it has been... Come and go on, mm. and the only person who's got something you can either out of watch it or, or not watch it. it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You can still watch it. If you do watch the show, though, you know how like how there's early scenes where you see Mewtwo, um, you know, like fighting other Pokemon. Mm. You know, like he catches that horde, of, helps catch all that horde of Tauros and stuff. Yeah. And then there's a Gary shows up, and mm. he actually fights him. That's actually Giovanni's gym, which in the show you see you see Gary go in and and fight the Mewtwo it's just a very quick scene mm. you're just like holy shit there's a Mewtwo like on the TV show yeah. and then later Ash goes up to the gym and Gary's like oh well, like you can't beat that gym like there's a crazy Pokemon in there that's insanely powerful like, yeah. there's no chance so you never see never. Ash doesn't come across the Mewtwo there and something else happens I can't recall yeah, right. but but it's alluded to and it, yeah. yeah I think Jesse and James end up taking over that gym temporarily and Ash has to fight them to get the badge or some shit from memory All could right. be wrong 
moving into territory that I'm not familiar enough with. So, Pokemon Tears are magic. Yes. Which is addressed early on, actually. Oh, no. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought it was just so happened to be this I always remember this movie just being like, well, that's just some bullshit. They just, just, like, came out of nowhere. Ash sacrifices themselves, turns into stone. Um, The Pokemon start crying. Their tears bring him back to life. It's... Like magic, it's crazy. Yeah. But there's dialogue early on with that woman. The, at the prophecy, yeah, yeah, the, the whole yeah. prophecy about Pokemon Tears magic. But there's no more Pokemon Tears or some some bullshit. Yeah, she, she, she does like, mention it. And she calls it, you know, what is? Because I was I was prepared to come in and say the Tears stuff is yeah. is crap. It's just some Dusek Machina kind of bullshit that yeah. they just threw in there. But it's me, it's, there's validity because they yeah. address it. So it was she, the the character says. Um, it's the return to the prophecy of the winds of water, yeah. of the water, yeah. which is a massive storm that overtakes the world and the Pokemon are the only ones that can save it through their tears or something like that. And remember. that's why there'll be no fairy today. Officer <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jenny. There you go. Ridiculous. Um, so there we go. Pokemon that, tears are super important. Yeah. Speaking of tears, though, and I will get in trouble for saying this, so I'm going to say it very quietly so my wife is in the air. We were watching this movie and she had actually never... I didn't know, but she had never seen this movie before. All right. And... When the Pokemon were fighting, you know, Pikachu slapping the other Pikachu. Yeah. And the other things, you know, over all the Pokemon are going, they're falling onto the ground. Mm. And, I, you know, I'm like, this is pretty intense. This is pretty sad. But when they started crying, when Pikachu was crying, electrocuting Ash. Yeah. Pee, pee, like just blasting him with electric bolt. Oh, even now I'm getting my, a little goosebump from that. My wife, ugly crying. <laughs> Honestly, I have to admit, right? <laughs> like I have to admit. That, a mess. It doesn't surprise me. And I'm not going to torture my wife by putting her through it. But I remember... So I hadn't seen this movie in ages. And I remember that... Like, the, the impact of that, that moment, that scene. The moment of Pikachu trying to electrocute Ash. And then and the moment of Pikachu beating Pikachu. And, him, and like one of them not fighting at all. Mm. And then the moment... Like, and also the moment of Pikachu realizing his electricity is not working to, with Ash. Like, there's just those three little moments within that act where it's just like, oh, my God. And it's all driven by Pikachu. It's all about Pikachu. He's just... There's so much emotion that comes from that character. I don't... It's just a cartoon thing. But it's so incredible. I, I mean, I... When I was watching it... Like, so, even recently, without, even without the, the strong background of all you know, the character development through the show and stuff, yeah. you still got it. You're just like... Yeah, you're it. like... This shit means something. It's just a little, it's a cute little character yeah. crying his eyes out. But I honestly think, yeah, like, yeah, that moment where, like, it cuts to the... Like a, a long shot, and you just see him just electrocuting, mm. like uselessly, and then it cuts to him, and he's just like, "I've got nothing." It's left. like desperation. I've got nothing like, left. He's just like, "I've got this yeah. is all I can do. I can't do anything else. Yeah. Like, it's hopeless." And he's exhausted, and then he gives up, and then he realizes, and he, and he says, "So I don't know what the word is, but it's like you know how they're all versions of their name." Mm. So he says like "pick a b or something, pick a p or something like that," mm. and that he uses that throughout the movie as it, you can tell he's saying Ash. He's saying Ash. Or master, or basically, it's Ash's. It's, it's how he greets it's, him or yeah, speaks to him. Yeah. Basically, and so he's he just keeps on repeating that, and you're like, oh god. So <laughs> and the Oscar goes to IQ Otani, the voice <laughs> of Pikachu. <laughs> but anyway, so super super hard hitting, and you can tell why you're saying that the emotional themes in Jap- in the Japanese version, yeah. like that, you know, the dialogue. I'm sure mixed with all of that stuff. Holy. Oh, crap, it would have been a hard hitter for nine-year-olds, for sure. <laughs> um, if, if, say, if a 30-year-old is, like, going, yeah, like, it's pretty heavy stuff. One, as much as I I will say now, I prefer the 2D animation. Give me 2D animation any day, especially yeah. this old-school 90s-style 
2D animation anime. Like I love yeah. the grittiness of like the 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 artwork and stuff, but the CGI rendition of this scene, you man, deep. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's well, deep cutting. If that because that's one of my favorite scenes, so that's worth watching. I don't think it, because they only use the they only use the score. There's no stupid pop song before it, so the oh, whole okay. scene is a big build up, and I think the emotional impact is stronger. Oh, nice one! All right, good we'll recommend. get to music. We'll get to music here yeah. shortly. Let's talk about some of the characters that are in this bloody thing. So, like I said before, so the character development in this movie is is pretty much non-existent. You either know the characters or you or you're, catch up. You're along quick. for the ride and you don't know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> Pokemon gotta catch up quick. Yeah, that's what they should say. So, Ash, uh, like I said, if you're coming in this blind, you would just think, "Who is this kid? Why is he an idiot? And why does he keep putting himself in danger? He just keeps almost dying." Do you think he's annoying? I mean, they're all annoying. They're all cartoon characters with squeaky voices. Of course they are. No, no. All, all jokes aside, of course, like I like the fact that this movie has the OG voices, the vo- the yeah. English voices that I remember from the show. Obviously, right. over time they replace them here and there, but yeah. So this is the Ash voice that I like. So all jokes aside, yeah. The no, I, I like these voices. Yeah. Um, but no, Ash. So he's our little hero. He's a he's the kid. He's altruistic. How old is he meant to be? No, a ten year old. He's ten. Ten. Old like forever ten. Forever 10. I'm pretty sure he even has well, a couple have, of birthdays. All of, the, all, the, all of them. So Misty would be only slightly older. Probably like 12 or 13. She's a kid. She's still that, a kid. Yeah. Definitely but they're then, all kids. But Brock, Brock's a bit older. He'd be like a teenager. He'd be like 15, 16, wouldn't he? You're pushing oh, like max 15, I reckon. I mean, he's max. We'll talk about him in a second. Ash, <laughs> I, find him, I find him he's courageous and brave yeah. and altruistic and annoying. Yeah. So ultimately, he's kind of annoying. But... He's also a really has a lovely heart and a lovely good spot, yeah. doesn't he? And you know, he's the character from the show. They don't mess with him. They don't try and make him anything more than what he is. Like mm. everything that he does in this movie, I could see him doing in the show if this was happening in the show. Like it, it fits. They're yep. not doing anything differently with him or mm-hmm. trying to push him too far. Yeah, I mean, he does learn a big lesson, and he is, is a very heroic. Uh, big lesson: don't run between the power yeah. charges of two obscenely powerful <laughs> but he does make a very noble sacrifice and has a very heroic moment which everyone forgets about that's okay he'll have more later what's the heroic moment that you, you just, you just well mean... he, you know, he jumps in front of them to you know and then that's not only of... that he also gets you know he gets knocked up the top like yeah he actually you which know, he, he should have died but Mew saves him so that's just reflection that's what I keep on, saying he it's keeps, a reflection on Mew too he, keeps, he could have killed he Ash almost dying yeah like constantly but he jumps into that um, tell you what he's a good climber he goes <laughs> Well, yeah, no, so he falls and <laughs> classic anime star. But he, he he jumps into like the the cloning machine thing to save Pikachu, and, yeah. and he ends up getting the rest of them out. And there's that epic moment where he walks out with all the Pokemon behind him, all the originals. Oh, so epic! And it's, yeah, so it's good. So that's good. So that's he's a good lead. He's a, yeah, I man. That's it. That's I mean, would, it. You, Ash. How would you how would you rate him against Justice Smith? <laughs> Don't even. Talk. I mean, I'd rather watch a movie with Ash Ketchum. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right, what's his surname? Ketchum. Ketchum. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Alright, next character, uh, uh, Misty. Um, so. Again, lifted straight from the show, nothing new. Well, that's the thing, all of these are lifted mm. straight from the show, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> pretty right. much. I mean, except for Joy and Jenny, but yeah, whatever. Um, I mean, straight from the show, although I will get, I'll explain what, what I mean by that. Yeah. But she, so she has a very minor role in this, doesn't really do anything other than, yeah. like you've already said, complain, but she's true. She's maybe a little bit of an exposition. On someone, like, maybe, yeah. but not even that. I mean, they rely on a lot of the characters to be as much exposition as possible. 
But again, I reckon if you're going in completely blind, you're, none of it would help. Yeah. <laughs> would help. Yeah, no, you definitely need to have more of a connection through the TV show and stuff to yeah. have any kind of sympathy. I guarantee if her. someone watched this movie not knowing anything, they'd walk out and if they turned to me and said, I have no idea what I just watched, I would right. say, I that's, understand. That's fair. That's understandable. Yeah, watch these 20 seasons first and then go back. Not even. You could just watch a couple episodes and you get the idea. What is Misty's, so the little egg thing? What's a togepi? Yeah, togepi. What does it do? Uh, Other than go... It's a baby. There was a whole story arc in the show where it was like they found an egg. Right. Like like a fossil thing and then they were waiting for it to to hatch and then it attached itself to Misty and she just carried it around. There's actually more parallels with Game of Thrones with this than you realise, but anyway, that's fine. (laughs) Misty, the mother of togepies. Well, she finds... The mother of dragons finds a fossilised dragon egg Mm. and it turns into a dragon. Interesting. I mean, this is just anime in general, but Misty is definitely underdressed. And for, no, she's for wearing, a kid... She's wearing shorts and It's shorts. anime, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Do you know who's underdressed? The Team Rocket chick. We'll talk about her in a <laughs> you second. You reckon Misty's way more underdressed than Jessie? Uh, no. That's fine. No, not at all. Brock. Yeah. Speaking of underdressed women and attractive anime characters... Yeah, okay. I wrote down in my notes, Brock <laughs> seems to just... He's exactly. just there to express his interest in women. That's this it. He's constantly haunting. But he again, also has no eyes. He does. They're just very Okay, clothes. they are super stereotypical. Well... Yeah. Well, it's funny. They well, are straight lines. You know, if we're talking anime characters, like, technically all anime characters have Japanese eyes, but that's just how they... Which is weird, because they're so large, mm. so they overcompensate. But, yeah, Brock is just a different character. So, well, basically, the way that he's produced, I guess, is he <laughs> is always pretty. squinting. He's always, like, frowning yeah. or squinting or something. because yeah, it's just his eyes. He has no eye. His eyes do not open. <laughs> yeah, how does he see? I've, I've seen <laughs> memes of, like, how Ash sees things, and it's, like, full screen. How oh, Mr. Right. Sees, and then how Brock sees things. It's just like, these two bars of colour. Yeah. Like. But that can be used for, like, super racist overtones if they're not careful. One undertone, sorry. But you just, yeah. All I just you noticed know, was that funny, he's got no expression on his face because they're just... Funny long term, I guess, like overall Pokemon trivia. Yeah. They actually, when they went into like the, it was like the follow up series of Pokemon where they, yeah. like, it was like the after the Indigo Leagues, the Orange Islands, they actually shifted the Brock character out and replaced him with the character called Tracy. Oh. Okay. Um, and the producers of the show originally did that because they thought that Brock was problematic and there were issues like you addressing mm-hmm. there. And then there was a whole lot of backlash after they had done that, yeah. saying, "Bring Brock back." Okay, like because no, literally, no one complained. No one had any gripe. They just assumed there was issues out there. Everybody thinking they're like, right. "Oh, have we done something bad with this character?" And then, uh... but again, his character lifted straight from the show. He's yeah. constantly horny. That is his character in the. I mean, he's a cool character. He's got lots of cool rock Pokemon and. Um, there's a backstory with him and he, yeah. raising all his siblings and family and stuff, and then his estranged father came back into the story and like, oh. took over for him. That's why Brock can go on this adventure with Ash and Misty. What's Brock's Pokemon? Um, he's a Vulpix. What's that? That's like a Fire Fox okay, kind cool. of thing. I we saw one of them. Yeah. Or a couple of them. Yeah. 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 Well... Fighting each other. Yeah, he's in the But he's also got like Onyx and Geodude. He's got Onyx. Where the hell was Onyx during this? Yeah, an Onyx. No, it wasn't. He definitely brought him out. No, there was a big big worm thing, blue worm thing. That's Gyarados. Yeah, but there's no Onyx. Oh. Onyx, Onyx would have been great. Pikachu's vacation, uh, Onyx is there. <laughs> Onyx would have been amazing against the Mewtwo guy. Huh. It's rocks. There's no elements attached to him at all. I don't know why you think that would help. 
No, he's just... What are you going to do? It's rock. It's all rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he's a rock worm. You two will just... Fling him away. Just he's like big and heavy, though. Nah, so is Gyarados. Yeah, but Gyarados is nah, a Nah, no one's got no chance. They yeah. needed some ghost Pokemon. That's what they needed. I don't know what they are. Strong against... Strong against psychic Pokemon. But anyway. Uh, yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, but so yeah, Brock, 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 Brock's, Brock's a horny... Horn dog. Useless... But he's a kid. Like you said, he's a kid. He's a teenager. He's... I actually got to do as much older and inappropriately older to be with these people, but that's fine. Especially, <laughs> no. if, especially if Ash is 10 years old and missed his, like... He might be a couple years older, but... 11 or no, 12 or whatever. He's a kid, too. He's a kid as well. Yeah. Um, and you know what? He's not, like... He's not feeling chicks up and stuff. He's not doing anything. No, too. but he's... Like, I've a line here. What did she say? If you watch other anime, he's you can watching see a hologram. He's watching a hologram and he goes... She's cute or she's you know, she goes, She's really small, but really pretty. And then he goes, Ah, is there a rewind button? Yeah. Because you just want to watch Riggit. Pretty girl. And I basically said, dude is horny. The dude is horny. All the time. All the time. Just constantly. She's cute. She sure looks familiar. Like, And that's <laughs> funny, actually, because it, it's Brock's hair is silhouetting and makes it look like the person on the whole... Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's talk about that person. Uh, we'll talk Nurse Joy now. Yeah, we'll do Nurse Joy. Yeah. So she's missing. <sighs> Where is Nurse Joy? Do you know the thing with Nurse Joy and Officer Jenny is that... So in the, in the Pokemon world, like... They're all cousins, sisters, right. some other kind of relation. They all look the same, speak the same. Some of them have different clothes and maybe their heads are slightly different mm. for some particular reasons. But every time you meet one in a new town, it's a different character. Mm. But it's, it's like the same. It's the same thing. It's the same. I thought Nurse Joy, when once she's revealed as Nurse Joy, even though you know. You know. Yeah. You know, but she just reminded me of like one of the Sailor Moon type characters. Yeah, just... You know, like, bangs and shit. Yeah, just an anime girl. Yeah, anime, anime girl. girl. Just another one. Only just a nurse, one. not a doctor. Right. <laughs> is, that, is that a line that she says? I don't know. Yeah. No. Nah. Okay. But she's not really a nurse. It. She's more of a vet, isn't she? I guess. She runs the Pokemon clinic. I guess. They always say Nurse Joy. Does but... the Pokemon world have actual doctors? Yeah, Professor Oak. He's He has a doctorate. Well, they have detectives, know. so I'm assuming that they've got... <laughs> Doctors. They've got everything. Know. They've got things. All right. So Nurse Joy, she's great. She's originally brainwashed by Mewtwo. <laughs> oh, doctor just a um, <laughs> She doesn't understand. Like, she doesn't know that she's been brainwashed and she thinks that she's something else. Well, when you first meet her, it's like she's got those glazed over eyes and you're just like, if you've watched any anime ever, you're just like, oh, well, she's being mind controlled. Yeah. <laughs> They're not hiding it. It's yeah. Her. Yeah, um, and then he releases her because she's no longer useful. And then she's like, oh, I'm not that, I'm, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. Oh, so but that mystery she, solved. It's like, there she is. There and she is. So when, when at the end she can return to are forgetting to like, it's his nine-year-old. That's so. it. Yeah, no, that's all good. It's all good. All right, Officer Jenny. Talk to me about her. She's, yeah, I mean, she's, she's Officer the Jenny. Accent, right? Again, the one that from the, from the show. She's there. Um, she's the one telling everyone, like, you know, there's no... Um, the Pokemon Center's closed because Nurse Joy's missing. Oh, She's one saying that yeah. there's no ferry. The the storm's coming in. It's too big. Don't go there. And she's yeah. she's pretty much paired up with that. I, I refer to her as like the African goddess prophet lady, even though she's white, but she's got like that old, like, you know, oh, that yeah. African type sort of... She does like have a weird accent. Exotic voice. And she's the one who's like, yeah, an exotic voice and she's explaining the prophecy. And so, I love how yeah. it's like so dramatic and it's just all this exposition that you're just like, I'm not listening because I don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, she does talk about the tears, so it's important. And then after this whole spiel, that line where Officer Jenny's just like, and that's why there's no fairy today. Mm. <laughs> like... Which is fantastic. It is. Quite, it's, just, it's, it's amusing. It's stupid, but it's amusing. They don't acknowledge because well. she's like a. She sounds like a teenager, like a bubbly again, like anime girl, squeaky voice. Mm. And then you've got this dramatic exposition machine person. Mm. 
and they're just bouncing off each other like, yeah, yeah. this is normal. Like, mm. not acknowledging the fact that they're both cartoon characters. Yeah. But it's fine. So, such is life. All right, Team Rocket, the most annoying people in the yeah. history of cartoons. So they have no reason to be in this movie, nor do they have any reason to be in other the show. Than, other than them being connected. They also remember what's going on, don't they? No, they forget because they wake up on. But oh, they, that's they, right. they wake up on the island. They, just don't, they know don't get going transported, on. but their memories are wiped. So they're yeah. on the island still, and they're just like, well, yeah. like what happened? What so, is? So now I'm going to say I can't remember. So it's Jesse, is it? Jesse and James. So her outfit is supremely inappropriate for. You reckon? Yeah. Well, like she's older. Thigh high boots, <laughs> and the smallest cartoon mini skirt that has ever existed, outside of Sailor Moon. These Japanese anim- an- like anime artists are just weird. <laughs> yeah, man. But, you know, How much anime have you been exposed to? Not much. Not much. Enough. En- not enough for me to be normal. Like for that to be normalized. <laughs> is, it's me looking at that going. To me, I'm like, how is this a kid's toe? So tame. <laughs> this is so it is. Tame. It is super tame. Though. But but either way, um, can I just say about the characters though? Like, take away the an- the animation and their outfits or whatever. They are annoying. Yeah. But they're meant to be. It's by design. Of course. Right? Even Meowth's voice, so you know, like that. It's like grating. New York-y and, or yeah. Boston voice. I don't know the difference. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's annoying. So annoying. Yeah. Do you know what annoyed me the most? Jessie's hair. Why? Just because it's so long? It's and huge. And pointy. And every time she turned, she'd be taken out. She would be. Oh, mate. What's his name? James. James would be gone. <laughs> Jesse James. Isn't that the name of an American outlaw? No. I think that's the thing. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So I didn't realise that Giovanni, the guy who made Mewtwo, was like a Team Rocket person? Yeah, so he's the he's like the Team Rocket boss, like the leader. So in the show every so now and then... So does that mean there's other Jessies and James? Well, there's other Team Rocket squads and usually right. they're more competent. Jesse and James two. are pretty useless. Yes. So like Team Rocket's supposed to be this actual fierce sort of force... But yeah, but not those guys. Nah, Jesse and James and Meowth are pretty useless. And they're always referring to like, oh, the boss. You know, like they got to steal Pokemon for the boss, mm. Giovanni. And you always kind of see Giovanni in the shadow, sort of like Claw from Inspector Gadget. You know, yeah. he's always in his chair, yeah. with his big Persian. Yeah, uh, yeah. What does like, what does Meowth do? What what does he do? Yeah, what's his what's his power? Oh, he, well, he's a normal type. Um, he's got a little gold thing on his head. Yeah, so there's a there's a Pokemon move called like, is it like it's like a money is it like money bags or a coin purse or something? I don't know. Right. Where he like shoots out coins. I don't think this Meowth ever does it. And I think they make jokes sometimes like, why do you never pay out? Like why? Because <laughs> they're always broke. It's yeah. like Meowth, you can spit out coins, and he's like, I yeah. don't know how to do it. Uh, um, but he essentially just scratches people. Yeah, right. That's cool. his. That's what he does. He's super formidable. Um, all right. So that's the characters. That's it. Yeah. There's but no but else, really. again, like Team Rocket, they don't do much in this movie except a little bit of exposition, but we're already getting anyway. We get introductions to the like the cloning machine before mm. Ash gets down there, but you know we would have got that anyway if Ash when we just get to Ash going down this hill. Either yeah. way, it would have happened. They have a funny few lines where it's like, "Who's that Pokemon?" Which is like a trope from the TV show, like the ad breaks. Oh like right, because like it's silhouette just a silhouette on the screen. Yeah. Like, hey, that's that thing. Yeah, well done, um, guys. Um, can I just say that the real characters in this movie, anyway, are the Pokemon. Like, so Pikachu is far more engaging. Yeah. Well, um, Ash is probably the the main Mewtwo, human that is Mew. involved. I mean, Ash is as well. Yeah. So, okay. So if you're talking humans, Ash is the one. But 
all of these other subsidiary characters are they're just there. Yeah, I mean, we've got but these other Pokemon trainers. I don't even write their names down because it's not no, important. No, they're useless. But it's not. But but, <laughs> but, but, but it is. But, it, but it's more about like so Pikachu it's just to fill the room with bodies. Pikachu's <laughs> got so much character, mm. right? Um, even Ash's other ones like Bulbasaur and stuff like that. Like they've they have more of a presence, and the Squirtle has more of a presence than a lot of these other human characters. More than Brock mm. and Misty, anyway, at the very least, you know. So and Mew and Mew too, they're more engaging characters. Um, but we're not going to talk about. I guess. Well, I guess. I have to say, by the way, for Mew the sake is of this movie, cute. For the, oh yeah, for sure. Just another. So many cat Pokemon in this movie. So many cats. Like Mewtwo is a big cat. Mew is like a cat, flying cat kind well, of. Oh, he's a flying mouse. I reckon he's more of a mouse. Mew, yeah. I can think he's more of a cat. No, he's got a little. I reckon he's a mouse. But he, um, but yeah, I think for the for the sake of this movie, they focused on let's make it about Ash, Pikachu. And, you know, the... I guess you're right, like, the Pokemon have more of a presence and stuff. And it's about mm. Mewtwo. And I guess he's battled with Mew. It's and a redemption it's story for yeah. Mewtwo. Yeah, the other characters yeah. have moments throughout the show, you know. Like, they're not side characters as such. You know, they're also main characters. It's but it's all about Ash. Get a throwing. You go with the first movie, it's all about Ash. Yeah. It's all about Ash. All right. right. Let's talk music. So, there is a... I like the score. Score by... Shinji Miyazaki. Cool. Um, is it? I like it. Or? I mean, it's a tonal. It's it's a kids movie. So let's be real. It's not going to be super yeah. complex. It sets the atmosphere. That's it. But it's it, it's it's beatier and darker than the the music from the show. The show is like place it, goofy and da 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 da. You know, oh, okay. like this is there's like a theatrical element to it. So it's cool. Mm. But again, it's it is quite generic on a on a movie level. Like, mm. yeah, it, it's a kid's kid's movie. It cuts music. between evil guy creating a storm to happy go yeah. guys eating, you know, eating stew. <laughs> but yeah, it cuts between them. I do have to say though, those, those, you know, those pivotal moments, those emotional moments we were talking about when, you know, Ash has sacrificed himself and all that. Yeah. There's breaks in the score and the music and it's effective. Like when it's quiet. Yeah. But then there's also, the score picks up in a real solemn tone when Pikachu realizes that he's not going to revive that. Like it's just really well done. Like you've got very cliche beats throughout the movie where the score is on, yeah, on like, point. It's that's what it like, is. Like uh, like it, it's done mm. simply, but because it's such a simple, it works effectively because yeah. it's the easiest way to sort of process the music and the beats. And but it does get a little bit more emotive and complex just mm. in one or two moments where it's like, whoa, whoa, now you now you're moving into yeah. territory. Like where I said, one of the highlights of the new CGI version of the movie is I think the music is a lot better and used better, and it's a lot more. Phew, it yeah. feels more theatrical than than this. In fact, so oh, it's amazing what twenty years will do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I, I can't fault the score. It is what it is. It's it's appropriate for what the it is. We, so. The downside is probably the soundtrack. Yeah, don't like the it. The poppy 90s songs. Yeah. And if you've looked at the... Oh, okay. Well, I'll get to the actual soundtrack in a second. But, I mean, first of all, start off the Pokemon theme. This is the movie version of the theme from the show. It's like an updated version of it uh, from Billy Crawford. Yeah. It's... I like it. It's cool. I mean, it's the... This movie should not start mm. without having... It's the Pokemon theme it's in the, there. Yeah, they put it in there. But there are other songs. So the next one on our yeah, list, then it gets weird. Brother, my brother, I really didn't like that. It's so corny. It's really, that's Blessed Union of Souls. Do you oh, know what else they've done? You know that song, um, 
She likes me, me for me. me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Not big. Uh, yeah, that one. It's That's those guys. Yeah. Which, that's a great song. So these Pokemon are brawling. They're fighting each other. And then cue the Christian rock band. Get yeah. in there. Yeah. It's nuts. And it's basically, yeah, you've got like for like fighting each other. And this song is called Brother My Brother. And literally that's the lyrics what to it. What we fighting for. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's so bad. Um, hey, catchy kid, though. Kids. After watching it, I was humming it at work, which was like that day, which was annoying because I was like, what? Oh, what am I doing? You've been brainwashed. But um, it's catchy. It's a catchy song. Again, like it's a simple, not to knock the song too much, but it's very simple. So it's catchy, so it's Ladies stuck in my head. Jason has brought tickets to the new Blessed Union. No, he no, was stuck in my head, but it doesn't work in this movie. Yeah. It brings the movie down to a very juvenile level, but it's like... Definitely. It's a pop song. Well, it's a Christian pop song. Definitely. This next song on the list, though, which is a true pop song, doesn't feature in the film, but... Oh, it... the credits. Oh, okay, I didn't watch the credits. <laughs> Fair call. So, it's, not um, the first, it's not the first end credits song, but it's like the second or third or okay. something. So when this song was released... Its film clip was a bunch of teenagers at a drive-in. Yeah, and on the screen... Is the Pokemon movie. Yeah, there's But it is clips. not related in any way. Mm. But it is Don't Say You Love Me by M2M. It's just a pop song. M2M, I think, are like Swedish or they're European of some kind. Right, I was thinking maybe yeah. English. I mean, I didn't look into it too much. And but yeah, I, I, think, I think anyway... I, I remember know. this song and I played it's this... A fun, it's a funky pop song. I showed this. I showed the video clip to my wife again and she was just like... What has this song got to do with Pokemon? D- nothing. Oh. Nothing. Nothing. It's nothing kids. At at, it's kids at a movie theater hooking up. Like literally, that's the lyrics of the song. Yeah. And it's like, just calm down, slow down. I'm like, well, that's got zero to do. It's with us the movie. going to the movies hooking up, even though we were nine. I was nine. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you you might have been hooking up at the drive-ins watching Pokemon the movie. Twelve, thirteen years old. Oh, maybe, but not watching this movie. <laughs> so, I remember one of the first dates I went on with the, the girlfriend when I was 14 was Yu-Gi-Oh! The Yu-Gi-Oh! movie. Oh, gosh. I don't remember that movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do anything. We, we didn't do anything too bad. Get out of here, sir. We but anyway, on. So, um, don't say you love me. Which is actually, believe it or not, I have to admit, I've got a very, very diverse Spotify playlist. That's on there. Get out. <laughs> it's just on there, because I don't know how. It's just one of those ones oh, I heard it, and I was like, oh, that's song. A, it's an interesting Shazam, song. Shazam, that one. It's a song that it does remind me of that particular kind of time. It was a pretty, yeah, when we were kids. pretty big, decent yeah. song. Like, it's, it's, oh, it's it's a pretty shitty song. I put it in the same <laughs> same bag as, like, you know, like, your 90s Spice Girls and all well, that all, stuff. Well, all these artists that are on this soundtrack... Yeah. Uh, Aaron oh, here Carter, we go. Yeah, Billy yeah, yeah. Piper, Aaron. Vitamin C, Emma Bunton, Bewitched, NSYNC, Britney Spears... Christina Aguilera, which is the first... She does the first song that plays, I think, on the credits. Okay. Pretty sure that's the first one. Right. It's like something about, like, oh, you know, we've reached the end or some shit. I don't know. Right. Save the day. I can't remember. Something very finale in theme. Everybody know. on that list except Aaron Carter, I probably have got a, <laughs> one of their songs somewhere, somewhere on my Spotify playlist. I really hope your list is really, really big, so it's... It's funny though because it's you might just be twelve listening. songs. It's just twelve songs and all that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I think your, it's about, your playlist is Pokemon. The first I, I think it's about I think it's about six hundred songs. But um, it's uh, it's funny because you might be listening to like Blink One Eight Two or the Used or my Chemical Romance. Yeah, Bewitch will appear out of nowhere. Uh, um, Pokemon the movie music from and inspired by the motion picture. There you go. Add it to your playlist. Just all the songs. Negative. Let's. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So that oh, look. That's 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 the movie. That's it. That's it in a nutshell, really, isn't it? In a in a fifty minute long nutshell. Yeah. Shall we try Possibly and boost our, our time out a little bit more by doing our quiz? Yeah, let's do it. So, ladies and gentlemen, new listeners, if if you well, if you're not already aware, um, 
So for every episode, we have a little quiz. It's um, 10 questions in 60 seconds. And uh, we take turns in, uh, in challenging each other. It's my turn to answer questions. My turn to um, ask, I guess. Your turn to ask. Um, Good to thing get... I did prepare, prepare before. Yeah, you have prepared. You prepare most of the time better than I do with these things. All right. In three, two, one, go. What is the name of the scientist who clones Mew? Giovanni. Incorrect. Oh, Giovanni yeah. gets Mewtwo to assist in capturing what herd of Pokemon? There's little cow things, Taurus things. Oh, correct. Yeah. In Ash's opening Pokemon battle, what Pokemon does he use first? Venusaur. Incorrect. What do Team Rocket use Bulbasaur. to stop... Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur, you oh, I'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do Team Rocket use to stop Dragonite? Uh, I can't remember. Can uh, which Pokemon does Misty use after the Viking boat capsizes? It's a star thing. I'll give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is the name of Mewtwo's Island? Um, oh, oh, I can't remember it, but I know what you're talking about. What move does Gyarados use on Mewtwo? Oh, like a spray thing out of its mouth, which is funny colours. Like, I'll give it to yeah. you. What is Venusaur's nickname? Oh, I can't remember that. What one. is Blastoise's nickname? Oh, oh, I know these ones. No, what Pokemon remember. appears in the post credit scene? In the post credit scene? Yeah. Oh, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it, so I don't know. Oh, we're done. That's a minute. We're done. We're done. We're done. Um, all right, go on. You were not easy on me. No, I, not easy. Go on, I gave me. you four correct answers out of that. That... Step me through the answers. All right. What is the name of the scientist who clones Mew? So Dr. it wasn't Giovanni. It was the... Giovanni paid for it, essentially, yeah. but Dr. Fuji was... Fuji. Essentially our Henry Wu. <laughs> Henry Except he dies. Can we just reiterate? That Mewtwo doc- kills him. Dr. Yeah. Fuji, dead, gone. They only lives on in his video records. Correct. Yes. Um, yeah. Team Rocket uses a frying pan to stop Dragonite. Oh, yeah. tracks. The Pokemon Misty uses after the uh, the, the Viking boat capsizes was a star. star yeah, you said a star thing. Good enough. Mewtwo's island is called New Island. Yeah, that's Gyarados right. uses a hyper beam. Hyper beam, but it was like a rainbow thing out of its mouth. Yeah, that's a hyper beam. Yeah, I don't bloody know that. <laughs> the Venusaur that we see in this movie, its nickname is Beetroot. Oh, Brute. <laughs> sorry, Brute Root. Brute Root. Um, Blasto- uh, the Blastoise Toys. we see in this is nicknamed Shell Shocker. Right. And the Pokemon that appears in the post credit scene is a Mew. Just flying off into the sunset. Oh. So not a tease for something to come, just... See you, buddy. Still out there. But you got four very generous uh, points there out of ten. Yeah, well, no, yeah. it was a Bulbasaur that did the first thing. Yeah, you're all right. Yeah. Oh, now awkward. Let's move on. Let's rate. Let's rate. All right. Well, <laughs> you you go first. No, no, I'll go first because you're gonna, you've got a lot more to say than I do. You don't know that. Um... The movie, it's a kid's movie. I want to say as a 33-year-old, I may not have enjoyed it as much as I did when I was a child. <laughs> um, I feel that this is a movie that you would be able to tolerate if you have a nine-year-old child and you hadn't seen it before. Mm. So I feel that coming into it as as an adult, don't watch this movie by yourself. <laughs> Find an excuse. Unless you already have and you want to just kind of revisit some young memories. If you are, if you have a child, I think they're really going to enjoy this movie. <laughs> um, I think if they're at nine or ten years old and they've already got an understanding of a Pokemon, they've probably already seen it. And maybe best to show them the 3D version anyway. But this movie, it's not a bad movie. It is definitely what it is. It is a, it is a, literally a long episode of the TV show. That's what it is. But it's epic. It is an epic episode of the <laughs> an TV epic show. Long episode. The animation, it's dated, but it I mean it still holds up for what it is. It is it could if if you're holding against TV animation, it's still better. Um, 
the for that time the journey that the characters go on, particularly Mewtwo. There's a nice character arc there. I don't mind it. I don't like how they normalize race, um, not racism, uh, slavery. <laughs> but I don't think nine year olds pay attention to that. So well, eh. that's a critique on the whole concept. So we like, can't hold this movie against <laughs> that. Against that. However, I there's very strong emotional moments in it, especially if you have a connection to this movie already, especially at the end. So for that reason alone, it gets a minimum of a two. It could even get more than that, but I'm going to sit because it's not relevant to me anymore. It's got to be two, two. Yeah, that's say, about it. No, that's that's about it. Completely fine. Show, you, show it to your kids, guys. I don't have kids. Completely fine. This movie is yeah. purely made not just for kids, but it it was made for Pokemon fans and followers and people who were into it and knew what the hell was going on. Like mm-hmm. I kept saying, you know, if if you're someone going into this blind and this was your first exposure to Pokemon, <sighs> you wouldn't have a clue what was going on. Yeah, like. It doesn't work on that level, but it works as, hey, we watched this thing on TV, and now there's a theatrical version of it. It's mm. pretty epic. There's some cool stuff. There's that legendary Pokemon featured and highlighted, and then the, you know, the whole key element of the movie is that is the Mewtwo. Cool. They're doing that. They're doing it right. Ash is the the hero of the story. It's there. Mm-hmm. Um, there are those emotional elements that you know are pretty pretty gritty. This movie is made for Pokemon fans. Only. And children. They, yeah, most of them being children. They do, <laughs> I mean, the movie doesn't go out of its way to try and pick up any new fans or assist in no, any way. Not. They're just doing what they do in the show, just on the big screen, mm. which is fine for what it is. You know, people get it. It's all good. Sometimes a movie is just for fans, and that's enough. Um, but yeah, on, on a level of, uh, of actual quality of movie, it's, it was I found it still I still find it enjoyable being a long time fan being you know and that, there's that nostalgic trip element mm. to going back to it and it still works for me um, yeah I could do without the pop songs but you know we now have an alternative that CGI movie which you know is worth watching because there are some improvements like that mm. but at the end of the day the story is still the same and it's pretty flawed and it's pretty hypocritical and at the end of it no one learns anything except you two um, <laughs> It's, However, I, mean, I have to be, say, he is the one that needs to learn something. That's so, true. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. everyone was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, but it, it's kind of... I'm in a weird place with rating it because as much as I can say, you know, it's a worthy Pokemon movie and it could still be one of the best Pokemon movies. I don't think it is the best one, but it is one of the best ones because a lot of them are pretty bad. It's still not a great movie as such. But I'm going to come in just a bit higher than you. 2.5 yeah, out fair. of 5. That's fair. Yeah. I agree with that. Look, look, could could just put into perspective, I can't remember what I rated Jurassic Park, but I didn't give it a five. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can still enjoy a movie and still rate it. But it not be perfect. Correct. Even though it is. Correct. Even though that movie is (laughs) really amazing, really, truly amazing. So that was our rewind to 1999. Pokemon, the first movie, colon, Mewtwo Strikes Back. I don't know if it's a colon or a hyphen or something. It's... Your notes say colon. I wrote, Actually, it, I wrote it three Ladies different ways. Ladies and you said Pokemon colon. <laughs> First movie colon. You <laughs> two strikes back. But that was our review to 1999. <laughs> that title, man. We <laughs> hope you enjoyed this episode of Rewind Review. As always, we remind you that any feedback, either positive or negative, or any rewind requests can be sent to us via email at thatfilmstewpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us on either That Filmstew or Rewind Review's Facebook pages. Um, like and follow these pages while you're there. 
Subscribe and leave us a review on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts as it does help others like yourself find the podcast. Yep. Um, you can find our entire catalogue of episodes at thatsfilmstewpodcast.com. Coming soon from that film to a review of Superman Red Sun. So keeping it thing, keeping things animated, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, Sounds like comics have a recent episode looking at Super Mario Brothers yeah, from 1993. Do. Although I wanted to do it, but whatevs. No, that's fine. Let, let, do it. let him but do yeah. it. Nintendo, it's Nintendo week for us. Absolutely. Um, and Luke was very upset because he he didn't realize, but he posted the Mario episode a day after Mario Day, which was <laughs> March 10th. Oh no. M A R one zero. <laughs> oh, that completely makes sense. My sister's well, one day later. Anyway, um, yeah, anyway. so, and what's our next episode? Our next episode here on Rewind and Review. We're doing Tremors. Yeah, we are. From some year. Very good. But we are taking a trip way back. I think 1990. 1990? 1990. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Um, Bert somebody, whatever his name is. Sure. Ariana Richards in that Ariana one. Ariana Richards is in that good one. Times. Absolutely. Wow. You Look think at... So many Jurassic Park nods in this episode, randomly. We can always find a way to... We can always find a way, because <laughs> life does find a way. Um, thanks, for your, thanks for listening. <laughs> Jesus. This has been another episode of Rewind and Review. We will see you on our next trip. Please rewind this cassette before returning it to your video library.